Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. to today's podcast it is tuesday april the 25th 2023 uh last week of april rounding the corner here for april uh sunday is the last day of the month so five sunday you know we always in church we're always kind of aware of five sunday months and uh those kind of things so this april turns out to be a five sunday month um so, yeah, so uh, as I was saying uh, to the live folks just a few minutes ago, if you jump, jumped on the podcast, uh, this will be the last uh, podcast this week, uh, traveling today on Tuesday to up uh, with the family ministry team to the Orange Conference up in Atlanta. And so I'll be unavailable for the podcast for the rest of the week. So, But if you want to do the readings, continue the readings on your own. Let me just give them to you real quick. Uh, Mark 15, Luke 23, John 19. Mark 15, Luke 23, John 19. Those are on the Facebook page. If you just scroll up a little bit, um, posted them Sunday night. So if you just want to know what the readings are, you can find them there. But today we are do, uh, finishing up with the, the Gospel of Matthew, uh, Matthew 28. Not a very long chapter, as it turns out, but very important and often referenced uh, chapter obviously because of the Great Commission at the end of the chapter. We talk a lot about Matthew 28, because Jesus' final words, right? So, kind of a big deal. Welcome, everybody. We, um, we are in the, uh, in the uh, last few weeks of school here for uh, our senior. So I know some of you guys uh, have seniors as well, have either your kids or grandkids or uh, getting ready to graduate, so uh, yeah, we're rounding the corner here. We, uh, you know, checking off a few more boxes of things. Um, so he's home today for some reason. I guess they have testing or something, so he's not in school. So there's not a lot of schooling going on at this point. Uh, a lot of party planning, significant amount of that. Uh, a lot of uh, meals, um, celebratory meals, breakfasts, barbecues dinners uh so um all 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 well worth it definitely deserving but so yeah well let's do it guys let's jump in matthew 28 thank you guys so much for uh taking time to be on the uh in the study today matthew 28 you know what we do we read we pray change the world let's do it matthew 28 <clears throat> after the sabbath actually this is a passage i preached on it on at Easter these first uh 10 verses or 16 verses yeah 15 yeah so yeah if you want to hear my uh, Easter sermon just Bayside a few weeks ago and I talked a lot more about this I was kind of sick though you know I was getting over that uh, cold so 
It was uh it was interesting. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, get the attendance call. Uh, at after the Sabbath, okay, so this is Sunday, after Shabbat, at the oh, it reminds me of whenever I was I was on sabbatical, that was my thing. I would always say that. I'm on Sabbat. They'll say, hey, Terry, what do I, I don't know, I'm on Shabbat. I got to do my, I'm on my Shabbat. What? I'm a sabbatical, Shabbat. Okay. Uh, which Miss Janie, Pastor Janie's going to be having a sabbatical this year, which I think is awesome. We're kind of making it a hat, making it a, a, a practice and a, a habit of uh, giving our pastors sabbaticals. I was the first one to have a sabbatical. Um, and generally, uh, different churches do it different ways, but generally after like seven years of service, you get an extended time off just to refresh and relax and recharge, um, you know, for a couple of months. And so anyway, that, uh, she'll be having a sabbatical this fall. Uh, anyway, after the Sabbath, that's what reminded me of that Shabbat after the Sabbath at the dawn. On the first day of the week, Sunday, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. So they're the first ones to go and inspect uh, the resurrection. Or they weren't looking for the resurrection. They were going to you know, tend to Jesus, assuming he was still in the grave. There was a violent earthquake, <clears throat> for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. Rolled back the stone. His appearance was like lightning. Uh, let's not even talk about the lightning. <laughs> let's not even. Let's not even talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh my goodness, guys! We blew a three-one lead in the third period. Lost in overtime, five to uh, five to four. Wait, yeah, we had a four-one lead. We had a three-three goal win, a lead. It was four to one, and we lost. Was four to one in the in the uh, third period, and we lost in overtime five to four. Terrible, terrible. So anyway, his appearance was like real lightning, way better than the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. <laughs> so his appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook. And became like dead men. So the guards are, they would, I mean, naturally, there's an earthquake, there's lightning, um, there's the, the, the clothes of an angel are white as snow. The guards are afraid and they shook and became like dead men. I, uh, I mentioned on, in the Easter sermon that if you read the resurrection accounts, uh, they, they read like eyewitness accounts um, because. They report what they know and nothing more and nothing less. Um, because we have here an account of how the roll the stone was rolled back by us by an angel, but we have no account. We'd have no idea of how we didn't. We, there's no re record of how Jesus rose from the dead, like physically. Like how did like you know how did hit how did life return to his body? We don't we because no one saw that. What's recorded is what they saw. They saw the earthquake. They saw the angel. They saw those guards that were afraid. And that gives a, a great deal of credence, credibility 
to the Word of God. Because if you're going to fabricate a story, if you have just, you know, you have, you know, free, uh, free reign on what you want to create, you're certainly going to make up <laughs> a very important aspect of the story, which is how that actually unfolded, how the resurrection of Jesus actually looked and, and was. But since the uh, biblical writers are uh, determined to tell what they know through eyewitness accounts, they're only going to report what they saw. They're not going to fill in the gaps. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He's not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see. I love this. I loved all the come and sees in this. It's like, again, see for yourself. Don't you don't have to, it's not blind faith here. We want you to come and see. Come and see. Come experience it yourself. So they said, Come and see the place where he lay. I always think it's funny. It's like if you see an angel and all of that, like I'm good, I can stay out here. Like, no, no, come on in. Do I have to? Yep, come on in. I'm kind of I'm kind of spooked right now. I know. Come on, see, come and see. Come see. Uh, come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. Tell them he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Hmm. So the uh, women at the tomb uh, are the first to announce the resurrection of Jesus. Um, go and tell. He didn't. He didn't uh, qualify that. He didn't say, "Hey, go get uh, so and so and uh, and you know have them tell." No, you can, you're qualified to tell. You're a disciple. You have come and you have experienced the resurrection of Jesus. Um, you're qualified. Go and tell. Go and tell others. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy. I love that. I love that. Uh, that. Uh, that contrast, that paradox there. They were afraid, yet filled with joy. Isn't that interesting? You can kind of, it's a mixed emotions, right? They were afraid. Like, what did I just see? What did I just experience? You know, <clears throat> they still don't quite understand. I mean, they've heard, the angel said that he's not here. He has risen like he said, but it's too much for the mind to comprehend. They weren't expecting a resurrection. So this is like just, all they know is the body of Jesus isn't there. Yes, this angel just said this, but I can't, how do I even process all of that, that he's actually alive? We saw him die. We saw him buried. So, wait, what? <clears throat> so they're running. They're afraid, yet they're filled with joy. I mean, there's a little tinge of hope. Like, could it be? There's a, there's a glimmer. Like, really? Could this really be that he's alive? I love this next part. So the women hurried away from the tomb. They're doing what they were told. They were afraid, yet filled with joy. And they were running to tell the disciples. They were, we got to tell them, we got to tell them. And suddenly Jesus met them. Mm -hmm. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? I reflected on this during the Easter sermon, but the, the, um, the fact that Jesus appeared to them was such a, a kind thing to do, you know, just to appear himself and to meet them on the road. 
Um, and uh, that was one of the takeaway points from Easter was like, you know, if you're the if you're discouraged or confused or you're going through a difficult season in life, um, you know that this story reminds us that he's gonna, he'll meet you on the road. <laughs> he'll meet you on the journey. And today you may be in a difficult time. You may be uh, confused. You may be afraid. Yet you're filled with joy. And you're like, man, what do I do? What do I do, man? And uh, Mary Magdalene and the women would would say to us, you know, he'll meet you on the road. He'll show up. He'll show up in 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 kindness and grace and in this presence. Come and see. He'll show up. He'll meet you on the road. He'll say your name. And that's all it's going to take. All he had to say was greetings, and they fell at his feet and worshipped. <laughs> just. Just his presence, man. Just his presence on the road. They fell at his feet in worship. And so maybe you need to hear that today. Maybe you're going through a season where God seems distant, where uh, things seem difficult, the hill seems steep to climb, maybe confusing, maybe there's some turns and twists along the journey that you're on. He'll meet you on the road. Yep, he'll meet you. And he says to you, greetings. And that's all he's got to say. Just let you know he's there. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. Hmm. Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. Hmm. He's already ahead of us, right? That's the beautiful thing about this. Jesus is raised from the dead. He's already he's like, you, where you're going, I'm already there. <laughs> where you're headed, I'm already there. Tell them I will meet them in Galilee. I'm, I'm going to already be there. You know, wherever you're heading this morning, like quite literally, wherever you're heading in your car, wherever you're, wherever you're walking to, wherever your, your journey takes you today, like literally, he's already there. Where it takes you this weekend, where it takes you over the next few days, he's already there. Next week, he's already there. End of, the, end of the year, he's already there. Go on, go on, go on in that direction that you're going. I'll meet you there. Hmm. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went to the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders and, de and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you're to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while, he while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did what they were instructed, and this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. So Matthew here is telling, uh, um, obviously some of the contemporaries of Matthew had heard this story. And so Matthew here is telling why they, why they heard this story. This is the, this is the, the back story. <laughs> there, was a, there, there was a plan devised. Um, because the guards wanted to protect themselves because of uh, they had they couldn't explain the disappearance of Jesus. They couldn't explain that he had been he, he the tomb he was no longer in the tomb. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. A lot of worship going on up in this chapter. You know, resurrected Jesus. What do you do? With Jesus alive, you worship him. Every chance you get, you worship him. <laughs> I 
The 11 disciples went to Galilee and, and the, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Hmm, isn't that honest? Some doubted. Some worshiped him, but some doubted. Obviously, this is before he appears to them. So they're going to the mountain. They're worshiping Jesus because they heard that he's alive. Uh, so they're worshiping him. But some doubted. So I'm like, I don't know if I believe that he's alive. Well, here we go. Then Jesus came to them. <laughs> okay, all doubt has, has gone away. <laughs> there goes the doubt. <laughs> you know, some are worshiping. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm not sure if he's alive, man. Like, seriously, bro? We saw him crucified. We saw him in the tomb. I know the ladies, I mean, you know, they, you know, they, they get a little animated about some stuff. And so I, you know, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm here on the mountain and everything, but I'm not sure about it. And it's like Sunday morning, right? Sunday morning church. People be, I mean, there's people raising, praising God, lifting up the name of Jesus and confident Jesus is there. Then there's some who are like, ah, man, I, you know, I don't know. I'm struggling with doubt. And, uh, and Jesus shows up. <laughs> Jesus shows up personally. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's everything, man. He's over everything. Jesus is over it all. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're whatever battles you you're in or will face, Jesus is over it all. He's in he's in charge. So all authority on in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19, the Great Commission. Therefore, go. Go and make disciples of all nations. And that's a, that's a commission for you and me today, too, as a disciple. Our, our commission, our mandate is to go as we are going, as we are going through life, as we do our daily task and do our functions of life as we go to the gym and as we uh, go to the office and go to school or go to our clubs and organizations and go to the uh, the grocery store and go to the pharmacy as we go to our appointments um, as we walk the dog as we air as we go everything as we're going we're going making disciples Therefore, go and make disciples. Isn't it interesting that um, Jesus, the, the, the basis, the authority through which Jesus can give this mandate is that he's, he, uh, he, sits in, he sits alone in, uh, in authority over heaven and earth. <laughs> so I'm giving you this mandate because I have the authority to do so. So therefore, because I'm in charge, because I have authority over heaven and earth, you go and make disciples of all nations, every nation baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That's it, man. That's what we're about. That's, a, uh, that's the Great Commission, making disciples. And, and there, are in, there are important parts of that, right? You, you, you go, there's a go in reaching and evangelizing and building relationships and connecting with people and, and sharing your story and sharing the good news of the gospel, leading them to the place of baptism, which is a public um, profession of faith. It's a public um, alignment with the 
with Jesus, is saying publicly what God has done in your heart privately, that he's washed away your sin, that he's adopted you into the family. That's why people are baptized. That's why we. it's important to be baptized. It's a public profession of an inward work of grace, that God has washed away the sin, or washed away the sin of the sinner, and has adopted the sinner into the family of God so that they're no longer aliens and strangers, but now they're 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 co-heirs, they're members of the family of God. They're they're uh, they've been ingrat they've been grafted into the vine that is Jesus and the family of God. And it's obviously a, the baptism is the sign that one day you're going to be raised to life. You're dead. You have died with Christ, and just like Christ died and was raised one day, Hallelujah, we're going to be raised with Him. So we make disciples. We teach. We disciple. We instruct. We we uh we teach the word of god we teach them we model we mentor we baptize and we point them to jesus we teach them to obey everything jesus commanded we don't teach them <clears throat> we don't make disciples in our own image we make disciples in jesus's image we push jesus not ourselves <laughs> we don't teach people to obey everything we obey we teach every people to obey everything that jesus commanded and so uh, it's Jesus-focused. And then the promise. He's with us always to the very end of the age. He's with you always, friend. Wherever you are today, he's with you. And he will be with you to the very end of the age. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be with you to the end. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. What a beautiful way to end a, a morning devotion with the Great Commission. I don't know that he could end it any better than... than uh, Go and make disciples of all nations, and uh, and surely I'm with you always <laughs> to the very end of the age. Uh, and that's awesome. So, well, hey, let's pray, you guys. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for uh, my friends, brothers, and sisters, and the opportunity that we have to study your word together, learn together, grow together each morning. Lord, uh, we, we, uh, we hear you calling us to the Great Commission, and we, we take up that calling. And we choose to follow you today and to make disciples of all nations who, uh, as we are going today, we go not only as employees, not only as volunteers, not only as members of whatever club or organization or gym, we go as disciples. We go as ambassadors of Christ today. And so, Lord, everywhere we step our foot, may we be aware of the opportunities uh, and the needs of those around us. Help us to disciple, to share the truth of the gospel, to share our own stories of how you brought us from darkness to life, or darkness to light, and also to share uh, the message of the cross. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us always. Thank you for the wonderful promise and the story of the resurrection, the true story. Thank you that you meet us on the road. You meet us to encourage us and strengthen us to give us strength for the journey. You are so good to us, God. We thank you for it. Lord, I pray blessing upon my friends today. May you encourage them and strengthen them. May you bless them abundantly according to your matchless mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll, uh, we'll pick it up again next week. Um, yep, as I said, I won't be on the rest of the week getting ready to travel. So, uh, but you guys have a fantastic week and uh, we'll catch up this weekend or beginning of next week. You guys are the best.
Love you guys. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.